0: Hello and welcome to the AnimDojo podcast. Uh, If you've been watching these before, you'll know what it's all about and what AnimDojo is. But if you don't, uh, AnimDojo is an online platform and our mission is to give everyone a helping step, step up the career ladder in animation and the VFX industries, regardless of your age, location, wealth, or time availability. And we do that on our website, which we kind of call an animation gym. Uh, where we've got loads of workouts, live streams, challenges, and feedback sessions, all geared around getting you the job you want and to hit the ground running when you do that. Uh, so, uh, my name is Tom Box, I'm co founder of Anim Dojo, and I'm here with the superb Anim Dojo crew. We have uh, Katie.
1: Hi, uh, I'm community manager at Anim Dojo, and I'm also a recruiter at Blue Zoo.
0: And Beda. Uh, hi,
2: I'm Bader. I'm uh, co-founder of Anim Dojo and uh, anim- animation supervisor at Access. Cool. And Grace.
1: Hello, I'm marketing coordinator for Anim Dojo and Zoo.
0: Cool. Well, uh, well, it's good to see all your all your faces. And also we have two guests which I'll get on to shortly. So in this podcast, we're continuing our series looking into what particular animation job titles are. Uh, In the last episode, we spoke to uh, Tenor and Nicholas, finding out what character designers do, what skill sets it suits, how they got their jobs, and advice for how people can get to that job role themselves. So in this episode, we're joined by Almu and Francesco. Hello. 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 Uh, Almu, could you want to introduce yourself?
3: Yep. Um, I'm Almu Redondo, and I'm our director at Axis.
0: Excellent. And Francesco?
4: Uh, Hello guys, thank you for having me here and uh, my name is Francesco Mazza and I work uh, as an art director for BlueZoon.
0: Excellent, so um, thanks both for joining us today and hopefully you'll have got that uh, from those introductions that we're talking about art directors today. And this series is very much about finding out about those roles when you might be a little bit kind of almost too embarrassed to ask Beda why did you want to do one on art direction today
2: well I think that main I'm sure that people might have the same questions I had when I was starting out Um, there were so many roles that I heard being thrown around and hopefully we will also get to those in future podcasts Um, and uh, I, I do remember that you know, art director sounded fancy, sounded cool. I just didn't really know what it was all about. Um, I mean, obviously I do now, but when I was starting out, it was, it was something very vague and uh, it's just one of those things that you might be embarrassed to ask or you might think it's something and it turns out it's completely something else. Um, so yeah, I thought it'd be great to, to bring uh, some, you know, really talented and, you know, helpful people who would be happy to share their experience and let us know what, what it's like from a, day, you know, a day-to-day
0: basis and you know, talk to you guys about it. Oh, well, hopefully we can answer some of those questions today for people who are wondering what an art director actually does. So um, I know a lot of people who don't know what an art director does might think they just point at people's artwork all day, telling them to, to make it better. Is, is that the case? Who wants to start off?
4: <laughs> uh, I, I can start if you want. Uh, you go on there. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, it's like that's part of the job. I think uh, that uh, that's just a partial way of describing it. There is probably a twenty percent that's exactly that, like uh, like talking to people and say, okay, this should be on style and the style is set, and just is taking care of the the quality of the of the show and all the all the design producer is, is consistent through the time. So uh, like you don't see. A different balance of quality and style. So, for sure, it's a lot of telling people to do it better or, or to do it in another way. Uh, but I think that's just partial. I would say probably twenty or thirty percent of the job is that. And there is uh, all of uh, a lot of time managing as well. Uh, there is also there is also a, a creative part of the job in which, like, you had the chance to draw. Uh, I think. Uh, one of the misconceptions that I had, so I'm guilty about that, when I was probably 16, uh, I was playing a game named uh, Sly Raccoon. It's a game, a uh, PS2 or PS1 game. It was about this, uh, this raccoon who was like a thief and was stealing and doing stuff. And uh, I, w- I was seeing the credits and I see the art director role. And I started thinking, oh, I want to be that guy. I want to be the art director. And I was thinking this guy uh, just drawing all day and and doing everything by himself, like just giving drawing to people say okay you should do like that and uh, actually like uh, now I'm doing the job and I, I realize that it's much less about drawing It's uh, like probably you draw a couple of weeks or one month and then you have other people uh, that follow the style or actually a lot of people are involved and help you finding the style sometimes you know nothing about the show and it's more of a theme job rather than a personal job, like a personal kind of taste and creativity really.
3: Cool. Uh, are we? Yeah. Yeah, I feel very similar. I always had this idea that is this kind of fancy genius, you know, that has a big room and and it has just like this poster, you know, that uh, that says genius at work, you know, and he's just doing all these things. But actually, once you do it, it's, it's mainly about teamwork, you know, and how to communicate the ideas and make sure that everybody has what they need and we are all working together in the same style and... It's it's basically about the team you know like it's it's often said that you are just as good as your crew is and and it's so true you know it's just everyone uh, make make sure that you ignite the best in people you know and and encourage them and making sure that we are all in the same train going forward and doing the best and yeah it's, it's just about a lot of clarity and communication how to say the best information in the least amount of words, especially now that we are, you know, in remote work and so on, and we mainly work on chats and and little notes. You know, is is super important. Is is the key for the role, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, I guess my my question on that is, in in the, in the most kind of like simplified form, what is the the key purpose of an art director? What would happen on a show if they didn't have an art director, for example? What what's what's the the, the the real crux of the job involved. Uh, <laughs>
3: ah, uh, yeah, okay, I, okay. I think it's, it's basically like make sure that everything looks the best as possible, you know, and and there is a cohesive treatment of the style and the light and all the designs, you know, everything works together and and yeah, it's, it's really like the, the motions emotions come across. Like, would you make sure that you trans, translate visually what is in the script and what is the director's intent into the screen? and in the way you establish the style if it's something that you do sometimes the style is already given if you're doing a service work it's maybe it's a big ip that has an already established style you know so you just make sure that that gets across in all the departments in all the steps of the, of the process in some other parts if it's a little bit more creative if you have to create the own style you know of the show is just making sure that you you create something thrilling, something unique, and something also that serves the mood of the story. You know, not every story and it's the same style, you know, as, as we can see, you know, in in certain treatments in animation, especially you can tweak any line to make sure that the emotion comes across, and it's something that you can only do in animation, really. That's the true potential of animation. So it's just making sure that the choices that you do are the, the proper ones, and that uh, they are um, they look the best possible, and you to just keep that that mark of quality, you know.
0: Yeah. So for an animation if you're kind of responsible for the 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 quality of the visual art style that sounds quite a quite a pressure is it it's, do you feel that it, it, having that responsibility
3: it has its challenges yeah i mean it's is something that it, that is on top of you but it is fine you know it's like um as long as if you have a very solid team you know and every everybody has really good skills and sharpen the skills and and it's it's less so because everybody's together in the boat you know so yeah there, there are certain responsibilities, but it's fine you know because it's shared and, and you're all together, yeah. I, w-
1: I want to ask you, because um, we've talked a lot on this podcast about being a director and what that means. I was wondering, um, what's the difference between an art director and a director and how does your role kind of interact with the director of a project?
4: May uh, I go? Yeah, uh, go for it. So uh, I think uh, something that we have to like be sure is that Is the director the director visions that is kept during the old show. So it's actually like we can give suggestions to the directors and say, okay, uh, maybe this could be like this and like that. But in the end, I think something that an art director should never forget is that uh, the directors is not always right, because that's not true, but actually is always right in terms of that show. I mean, if the directors, because the story is always the king of everything and, and drives the design. And something that I think a uh, lot of people forget, and uh, sometimes uh, I, I, I do forget as well, because like we like, we are directors usually are really imaginative people and they fell in love with a picture or, or or an image that I have, and they wanted to pursue that. And sometimes that doesn't work with the story. So uh, that the, the relationship between an art director and a director is, is is just a matter of balance. So the art director should remind himself every day that each thing that he does is in favor of the story and the director is in charge of the story. Uh, so that means that uh, I think this is an issue that lots of art directors have. And I, I, I sometimes have that. that I, I fell in love with that one concept. I fell in love with one idea because I think, okay, that's going to look amazing on screen. And I love it. And then the resource comes and say, okay, that doesn't work for a story. And I just say, oh, come on. That's, that's just <laughs> nice. I love it. I mean, I I, I would like to see that on screen and, and kids will love it. Uh, but in the end, like I, I spend one day and think about it. And in the end, if that doesn't work for the story, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, even if it looks amazing. And uh, that's the kind of relationship, relation that, our uh, directors always have the art directors usually is, is just talking about uh, about ideas and uh, in the end directors need to really steer the project. And,
2: yeah,
4: uh, I guess that
0: that that does take a, a, a strong from a director that takes quite a lot of uh, leadership or guts in the sense that if someone spent ages working on something like that and it's ultimately it doesn't work for story I guess some people might try and be too nice about it go, okay, we'll use it a detriment to the story just because you spent a long time working it. So, from a, a and I think that's one of the things that makes a director's job really hard. They have to make brutal decisions that are going to annoy a lot of people who have put kind of weeks of work into things that, that, that never used. So, I think that's maybe part of a director's role that people don't always uh, uh, think about.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and also to be able to say, to know when to say yes and when to say no, you know, when, when, what things to prioritize and what things to to focus more. Uh, so if you are able to analyze what is the most important thing for the story, you can spare more time, more refinement, or try to put a little bit more impact in that. But it's just to, to yeah, to know when to sift uh, from one side or the other. So um,
0: in terms of, you, sorry, go on, Baila.
2: Well, I, was, I wanted to ask about what you guys were just talking about. I mean, surely, you know, it, it's it's always in in the stories, you know. Always, story is always king. What you know? How 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 would you approach if you did have a situation where it, it it doesn't really affect story and it's more? I mean, you don't you do know that you are right. I mean, you guys would probably have have dealt with that obviously in the past. You know, I think everyone deals with that. Where sometimes you know you're 100 sure i mean how how do you approach that not just with yourself but with your team because obviously like you are guiding also other people to create all these pieces of work um i mean what is that part of the job that you anticipated having to deal with or uh, i guess my question is like uh were there was this more of a surprise for you coming into this role or were you expecting it to be this way where you would have to Deal with this kind of situation.
0: Who wants to take that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you want to go, friend, first?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm happy to go. Uh, I think uh, I wasn't expecting that. I think I, I was expecting more the fun part, maybe because I'm, I'm an optimistic. So I was expecting <laughs> more the fun part of it. And actually, I, I, I don't know if you all agree, like being in a director, sometimes, uh, actually, quite often, is dealing with hard kind of discussions, uh, Also, like, always, like, avoiding conflicts. I think, uh, like, one of the main skill, uh, more than the artistic skills, more than the communication, is just being able to be really diplomatic with things. Like, uh, uh, re- really diplomatic and keeping the peace around the theme. Like, also, like, uh, when there are different visions and sometimes like artists working with you are have great talents also directors have great talents and like nobody's right like an idea uh, has different point of view and lots of ideas could be amazing uh, so how do you tackle that that's that's just balance and diplomacy i guess just yeah uh, yeah what
3: do you think yeah and i think it's also key to to study your case you know and, and have a lot of arguments you know to back up your opinion and and the reasons why you are really keen of doing this specific solution but it's also knowing your battles you know there are some times that even if you think that it should be in a certain way if it's really not that important you know and maybe you should try to focus your energies in other thing is something that, you know, you can get, get away with it and try to get loose, you know, in certain parts and really fight the things that are really, really key for what you are trying to achieve
0: nowhere to spend your energy in terms of what battles are worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Cool. I was working once with, uh, it was a screenwriter and he gave me this, this trick that he does sometimes that if he really wants to get away with something, he fights another thing very intensely, but in the end he lets the other part take it. So in that way they kind of own him one. So then he goes for the <laughs> thing that he really wanted. <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah. It's a mind
2: trick.
0: Good, good tip.
3: psychology
1: there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wanted to really ask what your, I don't know if you have an average day, but what, what is your, your, as an art director, what does the the normal day look like in terms of the different types of things you might do? Uh, do you want to
3: talk about that? Yeah. It's mainly 80% is briefs and paint overs. That's the mainly right. all the things <laughs> that you do all the time. Especially when you get into production, if you're lucky and you get at the beginning of the project and you really need to establish the style, you get to do so many so much concept art or color scripts. Sometimes you have the time, you know, for that, and that's great. You know, I think that's the part that we all love, like just to be creative and sit down and do the work and work with the team, you know, next to you. But, but overall, it's, it's always just that, you know, just giving guidance and a lot of meetings, reviews with all the departments and making sure that, yeah, that vision and those checks are through, you know, all the all the way. But yeah, yeah. it's maybe that.
0: Cool. Francesca?
4: Uh Yeah, usually usually every day, I feel it's really different. I mean, the, the thing that really surprises me that you go from, like, working on, like trying to solve a problem on a main character that you say okay that's gonna be a key for the story so you think about it and the eyes how they should work how it should work and and like it's a really complex thing and then after one minute you are discussing how the hinge of the door should work because the motors have done it and then the rigger cannot do it cannot, cannot rig it because the door is, is is not working and then the other seconds you're discussing i don't know how a light bulb should should work and like there are a lot of things which, like, I think, another director doesn't have idea because, uh, like, it doesn't mean that another director is an expert of light light bulbs, for example. But like, you need you need to you add have an to become one that. really quickly, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, first seconds, and you're like, probably people waiting for you for an answer, and you say, okay, just let me Google some light bulbs, and you have to study that. So, I think that's really fascinating because you never know what you're going to learn that day. So, now I know how hinges okay. work uh, on doors, <laughs> and now I know how a light like, bulb will
2: work with the, with the wire, the,
4: the wireframe. So,
2: so, does that mean that you need to have almost like a thirst for wanting to just keep learning and exploring? Like, is that part of it? Like, uh, to just never that, not that it's open ended, it's not like when you're on a day off, you go and do it, but like, is part of the job really enjoying this research part? Uh,
4: probably, yes, probably, probably, uh, you know, it's, it's so complex because sometimes it's, it's just a work. Sometimes you say, Oh God, I, I want to do something. Like, oh, I want to focus on this color painting because it's just fun. And then you have to research how a light bulb, light bulb works. And uh, like, at that point, you probably hate it a bit. You say, no, I want to do something more fun of that. But I think, I don't know. Our directors, they, they, all our directors that I, I met like during my life, they're really uh, they're complex people. Like they 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 like a bit to they, they like the challenge. They like when sometimes they face some really hard days in which like they are doing things that they don't want. Just because they then come back to something they enjoy, I think they they really enjoy. I don't know how if you feel that they enjoy mm-hmm. the, the balance. I think all the concept art kind of career. I think probably also animation, is full of up and downs, it's full of up and downs. Like one day you feel like you are great and you are doing greatly and like in three hours everything changes and everything is terrible and all your work <laughs> yeah. is terrible and I think like the art director job is that uh, but with a multiplier. Like you feel one day all the team is going amazing and the project and everybody say, oh yeah that's a nice job and the next day everything is going terrible and everybody's a <laughs> roller coaster yeah that's it's the, the life of a
1: creative in. yeah yeah
4: <laughs> so i think you never get tired. yeah you, you you research a lot you just have to research and do things and it's all the roller coaster really like yeah you're never still like you're never uh, you, you never get bored i
0: think yeah do you agree with that army
3: yeah totally and and i also think that an art director should be someone that is up to date, you know, with trends and software, and and so you need to be constantly updating yourself and looking, you know, and keep an eye on things because you you may need to be asked to replicate something or do something. So it's really important to be constantly researching. Totally. Yeah. yeah I kind of, Go
1: on, Casey. I was just going to ask, and it kind of ties into what you've been talking about and said before. Um, but you've spoken about kind of projects where you've had to establish a style at the beginning. And I guess you guys have, um, at the risk of kind of asking you to spill all your secrets.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um, how do you kind of adapt to something when you have to create a style that's, that kind of hasn't really existed or it's completely different from something you've done before? How do you push yourself to be able to create that? I guess is the question.
3: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's it's, uh, having a huge knowledge of art in general, you know, like all the past art, the past that is being done at the moment, and and in every medium as well. You can take so much inspiration from comics, from films, from everything. Like, for example, I try to go to some events that really charge my inspiration, like, Angoulême, for example, is a really great one for animation because you can draw so much from comics, it's so exploratory in France, and they have so much freedom and they have these indie sections, you know, where people is doing whatever, you know, whatever they feel like. And it's so, so great. And you get to meet the artist and, and talk to them and see the, the process that they are having, you know, why they do the things that they do. So having a huge mental library is, is for sure really important, but also having a really solid knowledge about cinematography and how you can use, you know, your, your, your camera, your lighting, your compositions to tell certain stories and increase, like, create some moments. And and art and art in general, colour is super important for an art director. So the more you know and light and colour, uh, absolutely. And, and, yeah.
0: So on, on that... Know, on that note so I, I think you've, you've kind of there's obviously two there's the the, the hard skills the, the the artistic skills and there's the soft skills which i wrote if few talked about you talked about multitasking delegation leadership diplomacy and time management so that's that sounds quite a, a a list of soft skills what would you say is are they equally important to have both or is the the visual skills more important than those the soft skills because it is more of a, a, a director position so obviously those skills are very important. I was wondering what what people think in terms of which, if they're if they're equally important or if one is more important than the other. Uh, Ami, do you want to take that?
3: Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, yeah, um, most probably contrary to what you might think at the beginning, I think the the mindset and the the social and practical skills is more even more important than the. The visual ones, you know, uh, you, you, you can find really, really good artists, but if they are not able to communicate uh, why something is working, why not, if they don't have that analytical mind, and also in the way they communicate with the team, they deliver the notes and so on, that can be a little bit uh, detrimental for the team. So I will say that is the social skills and the, you know, the managing skills are even more important than, than the other ones because you are able to manage the team better and bring the yeah. best of everyone.
0: Francesca? Uh,
4: yeah I, I totally with um, I thought the artistic skill. and the, the thing is that i it was my goal like for like six, seven years it was my goal I, I didn't know what that meant, but I said, okay, I want to be a director and uh, I was just focusing on my on my artistic skills i I just was focusing on that I said, yeah I, I should draw better, I should do this, I should do that and I was really putting like all my efforts into one, I just say only one egg on one basket. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting all your eggs uh, in one yeah. basket. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I realized, like doing this job, I realized that that matters probably only 50 percent. Actually, even less. I will say even like 40 percent. Even even 35 percent. I think even for example a producer who's really really good at managing. As soon as she got the style and that's not even about drawing it's just about getting the style of something also the producer can add direct something I think because uh, it, she, she or he has the if, has the the lead leadership skills if he has the communication skill I think that could already do it I think artistic skills is, is a plus for sure and, and actually actually it's needed most of the time uh, but I wouldn't say that you can do an art director if you only have artistic skills. I've seen I guess, amazing artists that just cannot do it. Just cannot do yeah. It.
0: And what, what's the reason for not doing it? Is that not being able to communicate what their, their vision, I guess, I guess any director role is all about having that vision and communicating yeah. that vision and bringing a team together to hit that vision. Yeah. So what, what what do you think those the, those people who didn't quite manage to get the art director role, what? what can people focus on to make sure they, they, they do get it given lots of kind of practice or whatever?
4: Uh, I, think, I think they should really focus. And that's, that's a soft skill to develop during, during your life. Like you can, you can develop that soft skill even at the pub. It's not something you should, you, you can try at, at home by yourself. It's all about team. It's all about team. It's, all about theme. it's uh, I, I think, I don't know, even playing a sport with the team, it's more important than staying 10 days on a desk drawing. I think right. just drawing, it, do that because it's fun. It's, it's something that is key for the job for, for a lot of aspects, but having a team, for example, or also even, uh, I don't know, even practicing some active listening to people, like listening to what people are saying. That's quite key for the job I mean like when directors talk and sometimes they talk a lot about stories you should just listen be focused on what they're saying because then you have to pass this information to the team and if you were not listening like all the team like 10 people probably don't know what to do because you're
0: distracted yeah so uh, if you're just there doodling or not listening it's not a <laughs> not a good way to go
4: <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and I love not lot of artists for example that they are amazing and artists usually are quite introvert people they like to just sit and draw and uh, they could be amazing artists, and they can do amazing pictures. But then maybe they cannot talk to people, and that's not our director material, really.
0: Yeah, Alme, is
4: yeah. that you,
3: Yeah, totally that? agree. Yeah, yeah. And and also, I think uh, something that I found is is very important to have a deep knowledge about the pipeline, so you know uh how that everything is going to affect later on and you know the times you know on the processes so you are able to give better feedback because sometimes you you can get trapped in something very specific you know but maybe that that's not so important or we don't have so much time for that or you know it can be solved in other ways so that's that's something important to have as well
0: yeah and i guess so it'd be interesting to know how both of you kind of progressed up to that i know uh, Francesco, you said it as a, a real ambition of yours. Because I guess with these mm-hmm. roles, they sometimes you can find yourself kind of more organically uh, or naturally stepping up to that role if you've been in the mm-hmm. studio a while. Otherwise, you can like just you know have your heart set on it and it's your ambition. What what it'd be interesting to know what your both of your paths were to how you got to that art director role. Uh, Francesco, do you want to go first at that?
4: Um, yeah, sure. I, uh, I I was sixteen, I remember, and I was studying. I was studying math. And I, I really wanted to draw. Uh, and I say, okay, I'm going to do this discussion to my family. I say, I'm, I want to draw for life. And I actually didn't know what I wanted to do. I was playing PlayStation and I was seeing like, that there was this, this kind of art director's role and concept artist. I didn't know what the concept, concept artist was but then. okay, that should look awesome. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I had a chance to speak to my family and say, okay, I want to study that. And I didn't know where to start. It's not like now, it was probably 10 years ago. And really there were not, not information, they were not podcast as this one, for example. Uh, so I have found a 3D school. I thought, okay, I have seen the on the billboard, there was a 3D character. And I say, okay, I want to do that. And that was, I don't know if that was a waste of time, but I studied three years of 3D. So I've spent time uh, rigging, modeling. Uh, and at the end of three years, I say, okay, I've done it, but that's not really what I wanted to do. I wanted to draw. Like, I'm not drawing at <laughs> all. I was doing all the other
0: parts of the job. sure a lot of people must feel that who has been yeah. in a similar position.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, so like, for, for who's listening, if you, if you really want to do a director, uh, uh, I think it's important to know 3D, but I think an illustration course, for example, would have been more, more, more beneficial for me. If I could come back, I would have done more illustration uh, course uh, now for example i know how to rig but that's not necessarily so important i mean uh yeah a- anyway after that i i've been called uh after the, the university after i to said we have been called from kazakhstan i was in my garden and i received the call from a guy working in kazakhstan say okay man like we have seen your portfolio uh like we have a studio here and we are just six people we are doing a tv series do you want to join us uh, you, you can even draw if you want. You can you will do 3D, but I see you have a couple of drawings on, on your portfolio. So why don't you come here and do a bit of everything? So, okay, uh, I went to my mom and said, okay, mom, I'm, I'm flying to Kazakhstan for like 18 months. Uh, oh, what are, how are you doing? I said, okay, mom, I, I want to do that. And just, I've, been, I've been there. The, the city was uh, Almaty. Uh, and i spent actually 18 months there uh oh, wow. and the studio the studio was a small one we were six people it was so hard to to stay there like nobody was speaking english it was all russian and i had no friends so it was like starting a new life without knowing yeah. anybody uh, i think it was quite key uh, because i had a chance to do a bit of everything so i was modeling uh doing a comp doing a bit of concept and then I say after that I say okay I just want to do one aspect of it so uh, I see a lot of like students that are really confused and like the first year uh, they always ask me question oh what should they do Uh, and I say just try everything and eventually it's going to come so uh, if and after 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 that I've been to Milano to do concept art then uh, Blue Zoo concept art again Uh, and then one day the director called me on the project say okay uh, do you want to hard direct this? It was Gojetters, the first gig that I've done as
0: hard direct. And, uh, yeah. Cool. That's a yeah. quite a story, I, I guess. That's uh, like a wild if ride. You wanna, show, It shows that determination that if you really want, if you've got your heart set on the thing, then go to Russia it. for 18 months and just yeah.
1: <laughs> start
0: it. I think you know, it shows you that sometimes you've you got to do what you've got to do, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Amu?
3: Totally. For me, it was quite the opposite. It's not something that I was really looking for in it, the role just found me, you know, in a way, like... I, I was just like asked to do it because they they my managers and my directors saw that I was doing it already because I'm, I'm really social and, and a lot of people of the team was already asking me for feedback to go over the desk you know and see hey Elmo, uh, can I ask your opinion what do you think of this and I was teaching them uh, you know in the breaks and so on how to do stuff uh, doing some paint over sometimes and I, I like to you know, to socialize a lot and be with everyone. So they just told me, "Hey, you are doing it already. Would you like to have officially the title?" It's like, I guess so. Yeah, my <laughs> life is not going to change. I was like, no, just what you're doing. What are doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was quite, quite easy, you know, that transition and quite unexpected for me. Like I was not purposely doing it or anything, and it just came. Yeah. So, yeah. What was your job title before you became an art director? Um, I was doing many things. I was doing concept art and, and storyboard and matte painting and textures. So I was kind of doing everything um, in the pipeline, a lot of things. I was really fortunate that I got offered the opportunity to do all of those. So I was kind of, I think that's also why I had like a very broad vision, you know, of how the whole pipeline works and, and my experience as a storyboarder was really valuable because I was able to match both worlds, you know, the, yeah. the story and, and the, the storyboard artist and also the, the production artist. so I could understand both sides. So I was the bridge of those. But I think the first time that I was proposed, I was I was doing specifically concept art and we okay. were doing then some uh, visual it was for a visual effects show so I, I was i was helping the the comp team i was doing some comp as well and i was helping them how to translate the concepts that i was i had done with the client how to translate them into the screen and they they offered it to me like hey would you like to do it for the next one supervise this sure why not yeah.
0: <laughs> cool uh katie I actually had a question for you with your recruitment coordinator hat on is there anything you think that um when people apply from an art director position what makes a show or, or makes show or portfolio or cv jump out or, or conversely what makes it look like they're, they're instantly not the right person
1: um i guess it's it's people's ability to show a thought process uh in their work so um I, it really ties with what what you guys have been saying the whole time and it's that kind of ability to, to problem solve and recognize what's keeping things like within the style, what's keeping the quality maintained. So it's really, really fantastic to see notes that you've okay. done of other people's work or, um, or things on the project or. So it's not about like here's an illustration finished image and it looks perfect. Because as you said, Francesco, it might be super beautiful, but it might not also work with the story or the style of a show. So it's kind of like, what are kind of quick variations of that environment or that, envir- that building or that character that would offer options to a director? Because as you say, it's about kind of vision. So it's your ability to put that in a portfolio rather than a perfectly rendered
0: yeah.
1: final piece.
0: So you might say to include some kind of, paint over notes and stuff to show what you suggested to improve something.
1: Absolutely. You know, like it's visual development. It's the development of something to get to the visual, like concept design. It's like concept is like, that means idea. You're designing ideas, not like a final illustrated image. So, um, yeah, any kind of like notes that you can do, like initial quick sketches, like just like really rough silhouettes, things like that are all really useful.
0: Um, I guess what, one of the thing that Anim Dojo always tries to do is to give real valuable advice on how people can, um, what they can do practically to, to get towards their career. So I wanted to ask you both, like, uh, so if someone's got like really good kind of drawing skills and they go, yeah, okay, I think I could be a concept artist, but I want to be an art director. What could they do if they're, you know, they've got a bit of time on their hands, like, Tomorrow or whatever, what 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 exercise or activity would you recommend that they do to try and get towards an art director, rather than just a uh, not so just but rather than a concept artist, which they may be good at already? Uh, has anyone got any ideas on on that? If you were in that position, what would you do? Who's gonna go, uh, Francesco? Do you have any you thoughts go? on that? <laughs>
2: uh,
4: yeah. Uh, okay, that's okay. That's a challenging question because. Okay, uh, what I will do tomorrow. Okay, I'm supposing I'm, I'm a guy who, who likes to draw and maybe he is quite good at it, but doesn't know how to get to another director. So probably tomorrow uh, I will start doing a personal project in which I explore, like I think about the story of I take a story from a book and I start drawing all of that, thinking about the production point of view. So it's not thinking about doing something beautiful, but thinking about communicating to people how that would work. For example, it's key, even say, okay, to do this story we need three different stones three different trees, and you do a breakdown of that and you explain why uh, it's more like playing with Lego, for example uh, Jacques, Jacques Gaultier he was my extra director, and he told me that, he told me, okay, when you have to plant stuff, like, don't think about design think about playing with Lego, so you have just boxes, and you have to put things with boxes, and that's what you have to do all the time uh, so it's showing that kind of process in which like uh, you are building an environment just by boxes saying okay the character is this size the it's still what Katie was saying is the thought process so the first thing that I will do uh, will be like doing a personal project with that kind of thought process and lot of line drawings I said, guys I think line drawings is the key I see a lot of portfolio with nice paintings the thing is painting can lie painting can lie like I'm not <laughs> sure about you you can even spend ages on a painting and like I, I I don't really know who you are I think the real the your soul is the line as soon as I see you doing one line I can understand who you are and how you draw but if I see paintings I never I never trust you 100% because I know okay I don't know how you got that there you could even have done a paint over on something so I love that uh,
2: that's a that's a very nice way to put it
1: it
4: yeah, is, carry yeah. on. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like line drawings is really key. And another thing that I will do is just do another thing, like something that doesn't relate at all with art on our direction. Like, I don't know, I'm doing boxing. I know that's not a team kind of, uh, of sport, but I would suggest to do a team sport. Uh, yes. So uh, I, I think in that way, you can, you can really focus on being part of a team. I think yeah. both. And you mentioned
0: the, go, going to the pub as well.
4: Uh, going to the park. yeah, yeah, and, and do, absolutely. Uh, it, it's, quite, it's, quite, it's quite hard because if you are introverted people, like you cannot yeah. ask to change your nature. So, uh, I think sometimes, like some job, requires a person who likes to talk or is more extrovert. If you're an introvert, uh, I don't want to suggest people to change themselves.
0: <laughs> I, think. I think, I think, on, on that note, I've, I've said this in a few different podcasts, but I think there's always a, a people confuse introvertedness with shyness being an introvert is means you enjoy your own time um, probably more than being in a group. doesn't mean that's and generally that means you become shy because you don't get out as much as other people who love being surrounded by other people, which inherently makes you not shy. So I think those, the people who are introverts and say, Oh, I'm, I'm an introvert uh, because I'm shy. You need to separate those because they're not, they're yeah, not I, welded I, together. I tol- you can decouple I, that.
2: <laughs> I totally agree. I think, um, For anyone that knows me or has seen my streams or the podcast would know that i'm definitely not shy but i'm 100 if you want a textbook introvert that's me i'm loving the lockdown i hope we can stay (laughs) longer i love staying at home and just being by myself but um i find and i don't know if you guys feel the same way that uh socializing obviously is really good but i find that when i'm speaking with people from my own sort of tribe want to call it artists i i have a very different type of energy it's very different i don't have that same sort of drain as when i'm like speaking to just the general public i find that i'm i don't mind sitting and speaking about a shot or animation for such a long time um so yeah i think that it definitely is a bonus if you're outgoing because you can probably stand out like to like the important people who can make that decision to help you move along um, but I definitely think that even introverts have an advantage in the sense that you have more solitude and you, you you don't worry about being alone. And I think it can help you to improve as a person and to be confident in your own skin. And I think that's also a skill that, that comes to the table. But yeah, that's kind of my take on it as well. Not to st- stop what you were saying.
3: Yeah, totally. Yeah. it's not, it's not fundamental to be an extrovert to be an art director. I met so many supervisors that are really quiet people, you know, uh, the, uh, as, as long as they are able to communicate and, and uh, work in the team, you know, and some people inspired by, uh, by communi- uh, like, how can I say, like, in the way they speak and, and the energy that they transmit, but other people inspired by the the quality standard that they set up in the project, you know. So you don't really need to be a highly social extrovert to push the team forward.
2: I have an important yeah. question that I think is probably on the mind of everyone that that is managing a team. Um, do you have to be the best artist to be, like, to be a good art director, or? how do how do you feel giving feedback to someone who you know is better than you and you know when you're giving them this guidance because obviously like so many people that i supervise or look after give notes to can animate circles around me but it's it's more about differentiating between the two skills so how do you guys look at it
3: okay yeah i i think that is better if their director is not the best one um it needs to be the one that is able to make an image better But that doesn't mean that he's the the most skilled and it's better when you have some really really solid people in your team that is able to give you something that you were not uh, even thinking about you know so so everybody and you you can learn together it needs to be someone that is able to put things together and analyze i think that analytical mindset is the most important but the logical analytical sense I, I met so many uh, previous architects and engineers, you know, in this industry that are now art directors. I, I was an architect myself. And, wow. and I really think that, yeah, I was I was working in China as an architect. Oh,
2: wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had like three lives.
2: You really <laughs> summarized your journey in the beginning. Yeah.
3: let me start that out. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we need like 50 minutes. <laughs> Just telling you my whole
2: journey. <laughs>
3: But, but it's something that I found out that a, a lot of them they evolve in a supervising and an art director role. And I really think it's because the, that analytical mindset, you know, and is very structured and very logical. And when you are an engineer or an architect, you think for 10 hours before you put the pencil on the paper, you know? So you will really ask why about everything. Why should we do it like this? And, and what is the function that this is going to have? So how we can translate that visually. So
2: they're um, saying measure twice, cut once or, mm, or something.
3: Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think it's also always there's also the saying always hire people that are better than you as well, in terms yeah. of the, kind of like having people that are really good at drawing, um, working working with you. I think anyone who wouldn't hire someone because they're they're worried they're they they might be better than them is is probably not the best way to grow a team. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, it's it's Almy, it's
1: tough, to, isn't it? being able to admit that yeah. somebody's better
0: than you yeah and then you know you want to surround yourself with amazing people to make the most amazing work so it's a bit of a, yeah. a strange way of operating if you didn't do that um, um i wanted to ask you the same question that i asked Francesco about what would what would you do if you were wanting to become an art director and uh, you had some had some free time what would you recommend
3: I think sharpening your eye is really, really important, that you should be able to study and analyze the work of the masters, you know, in, in any field, like the masters of painting, the masters of cinematography, take all the, the directors of photography and analyze them and uh, stop the frames and see how they use, you know, the composition and the light like to tell the story um, and analyze Caravaggio and, and read about the artist. Like, the, the more you can research in that sense, is going to make you, being able to distinguish what is looking better and worse, which is really important for an art director. Uh, and that's a lot of time. Like, I really, really love it, you know, and, and in my free time, I, I'm always going to the museums and so on if I can. But but yeah, uh, for, I know that some people need to put the time like compulsory, you know, like they just, uh, it's, it's maybe not something that they enjoy a lot, but they just say, okay, for this hour, I'm going to be studying this. And it, it always pays off, you know, because it gives you so many skills in your mind, you know, too much, so much problem solving in terms of visuals. Um, so I think, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the most important things, I will say, apart from what has been said already.
0: Excellent. Cool. Um, Do any, anyone have any questions they wanted to throw in to the ring? I just wanted to ask um, very
2: briefly. Um, what is your current like source of inspiration? Not, not like a technique to gather inspiration, but like currently, what is inspiring you? I guess it's more getting to like understand maybe where you are at the moment in life, maybe in terms of what's inspiring you as an art director or as an artist in general, but maybe more specifically like in your work, what, what's inspiring your, your, your role at the moment?
3: For me, there are two things life itself which can be really basic and really obvious but it wasn't in the beginning you know i was always trying to copy something or follow something but there was a, a point that something clicked that i discovered that if i if i draw an emotion that i felt or a moment that i shared with someone it translates and people engage so much more with that so i'm constantly pulling inspiration from natural light you know I'm, I'm walking around and see something that i like and I, I frame it in my mind or I do a picture and those are the things that i'm drawing lately and that i get more inspired about but also illustration in general like comics and illustrations and you know there's so much exploration going on super amazing graphics to the uh, artists doing incredible job so I just, you know, it gets it gets you dispersed, you know. Every time that it, then you see someone that is doing something completely off charts and completely new and fresh, that's that's a really important source for me right now.
2: Oh, cool. that's about fun. you, Francesco?
4: Uh, that's quite quite uh, t- touches <laughs> a soft spot because uh, I I lately don't feel inspired. I lately feel zero inspiration, and uh, I think like. I don't know. I, I see so many artists. I don't know if that's also Instagram. I don't know what's that. But uh, I'm having this year in my career in which I feel zero, zero. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't me. Like I I used to draw every day. I Used to be really passionate about drawing every day. Uh, so at the moment, that's a good question. But I will ask you: uh, What, <laughs> yeah, what do you cause... feel? Because uh, having hard times finding something that really inspired me to do something new. Uh, I think, uh, I, I don't know what's that. I don't know. I like,
2: I like, I like, I like the, I like the honesty in the answer because basically Mm. I think this is something a lot of people struggle with. Um, myself, I've struggled with many times in my career as well, where it's, it's not that I can't do the job I can. It's just that it's not coming from a genuine source. It's not really a, it's not driven by a a, a pure interest and passion that once was, you know, like, it's almost like instead of it being a fire, it's like the barbecue, you know, when you see just the redness and the coal, it's just Mm -hmm. red. That's it. It's just, it's just there. It's glowing, but that's it. And I don't want that. I want the fire again. And I think what I found for myself was to accept it for what it is and like you said in the beginning like you have these roller coasters mm-hmm. and i think it's part of the journey as an artist it's like someone once said something that in the beginning you you want to be somewhere so you don't see anything wrong with it you keep sh- striving until you get there and then when you get there your eye becomes really good it doesn't look good anymore and i think you don't enjoy it and then you need a new thing to strive for and mm-hmm. i think you start to, and that's where these cycles come from, and that's kind of part of my journey. I mean, I left working in TV, went to VFX, and then you know now I'm doing something completely different. And I think it's, I think it's just part of the artists in all of us that yeah. requires that fuel, and I guess it's 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 just something to kind of embrace and let it take its course rather than um, look at it as a negative. Yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's just. A, I think it's just a way of of evolving. You're evolving, I
0: guess, is how I see it. But it yeah, it's an important thing. With, you know, for any any creative or artist to to keep that keep that fire burning. It's, but it is it is equally hard when you do a job, kind of day in day out. You know, it's uh, to, you know, to to keep pushing forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I think um, we're we're running out of time now. We've we've been uh, talking for our our allotted uh, time. Um, so I think hopefully, uh, that's some amazing advice there. Thank you, uh, both of you so much. Thanks. And hopefully Thank if people you do want to become an art director, there's some invaluable takeaways in terms of what you can do to, uh, to go away and really practice that, you know, as, as everyone said, um, it's, it's, you know, sounds like it's more important about the, the those communication skills, learn about those soft skills so then about the creative skills but it's it's all about communicating the creativity i guess okay. cool so uh thank you so much almu and uh, francesco um, also give you a you shout hard out hard to your, if
2: you guys have any social media that you want people to check out if you've got like instagram or twitter or whatever you guys want people to follow make a shout out we can also put it in the description and link it sure
3: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in every platform so if you put almu redondo everywhere i'm there
4: So you can find me easily. Uh, Yeah, and I have an Instagram account. So you can find me uh, under Frenzy Fresh or Francesco Mazza, M-A-Z-Z-A. And I usually post stories and work work stuff.
0: Cool, and uh, I'm sure Grace can put those in the show notes as well (laughs) on on YouTube so people can uh, look at both your amazing work. uh, on, the, on the subject of Instagram, I think uh, there's, obviously this is, we we publish this podcast on, on Instagram stories and it's also on YouTube and SoundCloud and other podcast platforms. So um, please do subscribe to all of those if you want to hear all the uh, upcoming podcasts. And I think on YouTube, we've got a, a, quite a big back catalogue of podcasts talking about all the uh, interview tips where we talk to all the big studios, um, including um, Axis and a lot of the others uh, in terms of uh, showreel tips, portfolio tips, preparing for interviews, the whole lot. There's hours of material there, so it's, uh, do go and uh, dig out and give it a listen. And also do check out our, our website, uh, animdojo.com, where uh, it's divided into different job title rooms, and we're looking to add more of them, so really hope we'll be able to get an R Direction room there at some point to give all of this advice, and uh, the idea of those rooms is to have exercises so, for example, if we had an art direction room, one of those things could be an exercise of doing um, kind of those paintovers given some material. So that's kind of how it works. So, and that's why it's an animation gym. It's it's lots of hands-on exercises, like you both kind of suggested, for getting better and getting reaching that career. So I think that's it. So, thanks again to everyone, and thanks to you for uh, listening or watching, depending on where you're, you're watching it. So. Uh, until next time, uh, cheers and goodbye. Thank cheers
2: you.
4: All. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Bye.